Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce that I'm joined by Louisiana Tech cornerback Cedric Woods. Cedric, welcome on to the podcast. I know I'm super excited to have you on, and I can't wait to get it going. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on with you. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on once again, Cedric. And uh, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your playing career so far at L.A. Tech and, you know, kind of your recruitment and everything like that, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, when you got into football. So pretty much just tell us a little bit about yourself and some of the details that we may not know about you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm Cedric Woods. Uh, I'm from Monroe, Louisiana. Originally, uh, I went to uh, Kara High School. During my uh, high school days, uh, basically how I got into football, um, you know, I've always been an athlete myself, uh, my family, uh, my uncles, cousins, you know, they did track and stuff and whatnot. And uh, my dad was a basketball player. So, you know, I kind of just gravitated to sports naturally. And uh, I've always been a big fan of football. I played all the sports growing up, football, basketball, track. But um, football was always uh, my main sport. Um, I also have a passion, a real passion for uh, track and field. Uh, I did that too coming up. Um, I didn't really get to playing uh, football until about junior high is when I really, you know, got serious about it and stuff and started taking it serious because uh, my biggest thing was, you know, coming from a middle-class um, household, you know, I knew my parents weren't going to be able to afford college. So, you know, my biggest goal I had set out for myself was, uh, you know, to be to be a Division One football player. And, you know, as you can see, you know, you know, things turned out pretty good for me. Hey, so, absolutely, Cedric. I love to hear that. And yeah. uh, so I want to ask you a little bit. So, you know, you said you didn't really get into football until your junior high days. So was basketball kind of your main sport from like the time you were little to the time you got into junior high? Uh, you know, really, you know, to be honest with you, you know, um, I kind of really bounced in and out of sports uh, from the from the youth perspective. Uh, you know, my dad was, you know, real cautious with me about, you know, playing sports and stuff like that, you know. But uh, I didn't really play that much organized basketball. I always like to call myself a, a Rick legend. That's why, that's why <laughs> hey. I played most of my basketball. Hey, yeah. I got you. Hey, some, hey, some of those guys are some of the best basketball players you'll see out there. So, so you know, kind of playing – so that kind of leads into my other question is so – you know, playing in rec basketball, especially, you know, because it's not the same as organized, you can get away with a little bit more. But for you personally, how do you feel like playing, you know, all these different sports helped impact you to where you're at now today and kind of prepared you for all the obstacles and stuff physically that you would have to face? Uh, you know, tremendously, you know, um, I always look back at those rec days as a, a great foundation of just, you know, my character, because just aside from just the sports part, you know, it just made me, it made me more of a, a I like to say, a, a more of a, a open person when it comes to like, you know, relationships, you know, being able to talk with people, you know, problem solving, you know, cause you know, things get heated out there on the court. So hey, absolutely. Gotta be able to, uh, problem solving, just things like that, just uh, aside from sports. And then the sports part too, you know, developing your game, you know, playing against older kids at the time, you know, so those that that was a great foundation for me. I got you, Cedric. So um, and also want to ask you too is you know since you are you know you got decent height right now, but I want to ask you though you know when you were younger, were you kind of always you know were you one of the smaller kids or were you one of the bigger kids in your grade? Uh, I was one of the you know bigger kids. 
I always thought I was big until I got to college. <laughs> hey, I think that's kind of a realization for every athlete. Yeah. I mean, because you think, you know, in high school especially, you're like, man, you know, I mean, there's no way they can get bigger than me. And then you see all these six, seven, six, you know, six, five dudes. And you're like, damn, but, but no, I got yeah. you. So, so if you don't mind, kind of talk us, talk us a little bit about what made you actually want to start playing football. Like what kind of made you fall in love with the sport of football? Well, um, you know, I always liked the, the fact that, you know, how much football relates to real life situations. You know, you hear a lot of coaches always say that, you know, ball relates to life. It's, it's the it's the game of life. And, uh, you know, just being able to, you know, you know, go through adversity, you know what I'm saying, you down in a game or you down in life, you know what I'm saying, be able to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, you know, and keep pushing, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, that's that's how winners are made. So, you know, I always, I always like that, that part of the game. And, uh, you know, like, and <laughs> being a kid growing up, you know, the girls, the girls like the, you know, the athletes. So, you know. I was waiting for you to say. If I'm being honest, you know what I'm saying? I want to be a ball player, you know what I'm saying? You know, to get the girls. So, you know, that was another one of my reasons for getting into sports. Hey, I got you. But, I got yeah. you. So, uh, so Cedric, when you did first start playing football, you know, what was the first position that you played? Because funny enough, I've talked to a lot of O-line guys and they said quarterback, which just <laughs> it blew me away. But for you personally, you know, what was the first position that you started out on when you did start playing football? Uh, when I first started playing football, I, I always wanted to, you know, be like guys like uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens was real big uh, when I was coming up. And that's who my that's who my uh who me and my dad really like. So you know, I wanted to play receiver. I wanted to you know catch touchdowns. You know, hear the band playing, all the girls screaming your name. You know, so that's what I wanted to do. Hey, biggest thing you gotta remember is them girls, man. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, the girls. <laughs> I, I, I did a lot of things for the girls. <laughs> you know, that's how my mentality was. <laughs> and I got you said so. So how would you say that, like, you first, like, when you first started playing football, how would you feel like you performed? Because obviously going from track and field to basketball, and now you're playing such a physical sport like football, you know, kind of how was that transition for you personally? Because I know you were at a, still a very young age, and, you know, you kind of had to adapt to a lot of things. So how was that transition for you personally? Um, It, it was tough, you know. At, at first, I really didn't like the contact of the sport, to be honest with you. Um. You know, the, the constant banging. And I think that's part of the reason why my dad wouldn't let me play at such a young age. Because, you know, he didn't want me to uh, get seriously injured, you know, playing youth sports. But, um, you know, I, I was thankful for that, you know what I'm saying? It gave me time for my body to, you know, actually develop a little bit more. Um, yeah, in junior high, I started, like, lifting weights and stuff. We had a weight program in junior high. So, you know, that played a part into it a as well. I got you. I got you, Sid. So, uh so, you know, now, you know, now after, you know, your first season of actually playing, you know, contact football and you started really taking it serious, you know, what was kind of the moment that you realized that like this sport could actually be for you going forward in your uh, athletic career? Well, uh, I, I had a coach uh, that I was close with at the time. I'm still close with him. Uh, coach uh, Greg Boxley. Uh, he's a he's a um, he's not a, a defensive coordinator at uh, Wiseman High School in Murrow. Okay. And I, I never forget. Uh, he told me one day he said. You know, he he told me like after a practice or whatever, he was talking to my parents. He's like, man, this this kid right here, you know, the sky's the limit for him. You know what I'm saying? He he, he listens. He's coachable. You know, he's athletic. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, God gifted talent. And he told me, he said, if you keep working, you'll have a future as a, a defensive back. And I was like, you know, really? He's like, yes. In my uh, career, so you know, uh, shout out to uh, Coach Boxley. 
you know, so. Hey, absolutely. I mean, uh, he got you. I mean, he pretty much gave you that kind of right mindset to yeah, keep he going. Gave me, and... Yeah, he definitely, he definitely gave me the, um, he definitely gave me the confidence that I was, you know, I was looking for. Because I knew I was a great athlete, but, you know, I didn't really know exactly, you know, what to do. But, you know, he he really molded my game at a young age. He was one of the first, like, real, real coaches that really, you know, taught me the game. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, uh, hey, big shout out to him. Hey, absolutely. And we need more coaches like that nowadays. You know, sometimes these youth coaches, they take it a little bit way too dang serious. And they kind of ruin, you know, the love for the game. Because that's the biggest thing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You want to love what you're doing, not just kind of make it as a chore, so to speak. But but anyway, so said that, you know, after you heard that and everything like that, and then now that you're going to uh, – now you're going to start playing high school football. So if you don't mind, kind of walk us through how your first year of high school football went. Uh, ooh, high school. So I, I get to high school <laughs> – uh, that that was a fun that was a fun year. I get to high school, and uh, you know I had the mentality of you know I, I'm I'm finna go in and start as a freshman. So, you know I'm going through the weight the weight program. You know in the summertime, doing the six o'clock uh, wake up, you know lifting the weights and doing everything. So um, I end up starting. I, I actually started out as free safety. Uh, my first varsity game. In high school, I was, I was playing free safety for about two games. Second game, I got my first interception. Um, then the, um, my my defensive coordinator and my position coach then moved me to corner, and uh, that that's what things really took off for me. You know, um, you know, been playing corner. You know, de- developing my game there. You know, I, and then another thing is what uh, really helped me is that I got to play with guys that were much older. Cause when we were coming in, we they like at Carroll, they had they had already had like much older guys. We had like eighteen or nineteen seniors, so they were really able to help me develop my game. And I I didn't have as much stress on the field because I was playing with you know uh, all district guys on the same defense as me. So you know my job was really easy, you know. And then and basically in the scheme that we played at the time was mostly cover three. So I'm just dropping back into a third, you know reading the quarterback, you know, eyes and drop. So, you know, that that, that was real fun. Um, we ended up going uh, seven and four, I think, that year. Uh, we lost in the second round of playoffs. And, um, yeah, that was pretty uh, upsetting because we thought that was the year for us, uh, really. That, that team was really loaded. But uh, overall, it was a great year. I think I finished with uh, four interceptions that year. I had a pick six. Had a one-handed interception that year, so okay, slight so flex. I got you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was a pretty good. I, I, I have to say, like defensively, like that was my best year of high school football. My first, my first year. Oh, really? So your freshman year, you feel like was a year that you know? I mean, honest, honest. I mean, obviously, that's a good year because you want to get that you know kind of mentality kicked, you know, kick going forward for the rest of your high school career. So, so you feel like personally, that was your best year as a high school athlete. No, I wouldn't say as a high school athlete, but defensively, yes. Oh, I got you. I got that was, you. That was my best year because um, after that, I don't know if you know, but after that, my sophomore and junior, uh, halfway through my sophomore year, I started playing quarterback, and that was a uh, that was a real learning curve. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so they. So was it kind of like? Oh my bad, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to yeah. ask. So was it kind of like an emergency situation where they moved you to a quarterback? No, nah, was it wasn't. It was an emergency. But uh, it was definitely like, you know, how you see at most high schools, the best athlete usually plays quarterback. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what it was, you know. 
because not only was I the best athletically, but I was the best, you know, fit, uh, mentally because I had, you know, the brains to, you know, to play the job, you know. So I took that on. I took that on. And uh, I, re I really feel like, you know, me being able to play, you know, multiple positions because my sophomore year, that's when I really transitioned into like the versatile player that most people know is because that's when I part start playing quarterback, running all over the field, both sides of the ball. So, you know, I had to be really, you know, conditioned in that aspect too as well. So, you know, it was it was really fun. I enjoyed it, you know, playing quarterback. I, I really didn't uh, – at the time, you know, I didn't really embrace it as much because, you know, I wasn't a quarterback. I didn't know, really know how to throw. So, you know, things get crazy back there. I was taking off and running. I was <laughs> hey, out of there. Hey, I was not taking no time. Hey, absolutely, so, especially with how you know how athletic you are and everything too. That's definitely got to be another reason. You know, you're kind of like, well, shoot, I'll just I'll just take it forty yards for a touchdown. But yeah. But anyway, Cedric. So so throughout the span, throughout your sophomore junior year, you know, had you received any type of college interest up to this point, or was it kind of like more of until your senior year that you started actually getting a lot more uh, interest? Uh, I didn't receive any college interest until after my junior season. So this was after my second season playing quarterback. Um, uh, so after after the season, yes. Okay, so after the season, finished the season, had a good year or whatever. Uh, in December, I, I'll never forget this day. December 18th is when I got my ACT scores back, and I had uh, 19 on ACT, and I had new, like, that was the only – that was the one thing that was stopping me, you know, from getting to the next level. Yeah, and yeah. I knew that you know you had to have 18 to be eligible, and I had got the 19, so I was super excited about that. Then maybe like three, three, four weeks later, you know, I had you know got the call from Tech, you know, they offered me, and then the same day ULM offered me, and then it just you know snowballed from there, just kept coming in. And I gotta ask, and I, and I gotta ask you, said you know, you know, so uh, LA Tech was your first offer, right? Mm -hmm. So how did it feel knowing that pretty much your hometown school, so to speak, you know, they, they were the first ones to actually offer you and kind of what was your family's reaction to? Because I know that's got to be a super exciting time for, you know, not just you, but also your family as well, seeing you achieve your dreams. I mean, it, it was very special. You know, I, I kind of broke down into tears, you know, when I uh, I got the offer because I knew like, you know, I had the goal that I had set out for myself, you know, I finally achieved it. You know, if all things go, all I got to do is just play my senior year and then sign in December, you know, getting that news. And I was just, you know, super excited because, you know, uh, most of my family on my uh, dad's side, my uncle, like all my cousins, my sister, you know, they all went to Tech, you know. So, oh, okay. So it was like know, a family. It was a family. Yeah, this is almost thing. like a family thing, you know. And then both my parents had been to Tech, but uh, my mother finished at ULM and my dad finished at Grambling. But, you know, everybody's been to Tech at some point or got a degree. So, you know, it, it was only right for me, you know, being close to home. And then most of my friends that I graduated with went to Gremlin. So, you know, it was just a perfect mix that uh the jail with and I I'm 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 glad I came. Hey, absolutely. I, now said I also gotta ask you too. So what were some factors that went into you ultimately deciding to go to LA Tech? I know you talked about your family a little bit, but whether it was academically or you know athletically, what were some things about tech that really attracted you to want to go there? Uh, for, you know, first things first, you know, we always talk about, uh, excuse me, we always talk about, you know, going to a school to play ball, but my thing was, you know, getting business programs in the country. I mean, it was really a no brainer for me to choose anywhere else. Cause you know, I'm, I'm majoring in business. So, 
uh, going into business, that was that was one of my, uh, well, I mean, finding a great business school to go to, that was one of my uh, things that was on my list. Uh, second, we talked about it, uh, my family, you know, being, you know, the tech lineage. So, you know, that was another reason. And then the third reason, because at the time, you know, uh, Coach Holtz, you know, they had the, you know, the bowl, the bowl games, you know, winning the bowl games every year. Um, the coach that uh, recruited me, uh, Coach Burris, who's now at uh, University of Lafayette, you know, with him having his NFL experience and uh, being my position coach, I, I just thought like, hey, you know, where, where else would I rather be? You know, so, so those are my reasons for uh, choosing my today. And to be honest, I'm glad you first talked about academics, though, because I do think it gets kind of forgotten a lot about, especially in college athletics, because, you know, the, you know, first off, you're going to you have to pass because if you don't pass, you won't be able to play regardless. Yeah. I mean, same way in high school, obviously same way in college. But so anyway, you know, uh, so Cedric, if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about, you know, when you first arrived on tech, you know, what were some of your first impressions of the campus, you know, the facilities, everything like that? You know, what was what was kind of your first feeling when you arrived at L.A. Tech? Well, it, it was a lot of it was mixed feelings because when I when I got to tech, it was, you know, during COVID. So we we on quarantine. So, I mean, I, I didn't get there until like July going into my freshman year. And, you know. But, you know, I didn't let it get me get me down too much. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it was it was weird, you know what I'm saying? It was definitely a culture shock too as well, you know, being around all these different people because, you know, coming from where I come from, you know, it's been like the same group of people, you know, throughout all my life. You know, I've known the same exact people going to school, the same exact people, you know. So it was it was definitely a culture shock, you know what I'm saying, going to school with all these different, you know. Um, ethnic ethnicity ethnicities and you know getting used to those people and you know I, I, it was great you know to be able to experience all of those different things absolutely I mean obviously it's a whole different culture too you have so many different type of people from so many different type of backgrounds like you were talking about and you know also for you personally I want to ask because you know being a college athlete you know what was the first thing you noticed about the transition from high school ball to playing college ball most notably at the highest level of college football at the D1 level so for you personally you know how did that transition kind of go and what were some things that you noticed first uh well the first thing is the the speed of practice is ridiculous at the college level um <laughs> I mean, just, you know, going through, and especially the way Coach Host used to run a practice. I mean, man, we, we'd be out there in fall camp, like 30 periods, you know, that's Jeez. 30, 30 periods for 25 days. You know, he, he really didn't play around and it would be like six practices straight and then off on Sundays, you know, so I went through that for two years. So, you know, you can imagine how my body was feeling, you know, especially as a, especially as a 19 year old kid, you know, playing, and feeling going through that practice and then having to play, you know, so, but um, it, it was definitely a, a major transition. I didn't really have too much trouble, you know, grasping like the, the, the concepts of our defense. That wasn't too hard for me, you know, and, um, but yeah, it was definitely the, the physical part, you know, being going against the guys that's six, two, six, three, you know, 200 pounds and just as fast as me on the outside, you know, it, it was definitely a, a a wake up call, you know, that, you know, it's, it's guys out here that's, you know, good too. They on scholarship too. So, you know, that, that really made me focus more on my game 
and uh, you know, developing as a player. I, I got I got you said, and obviously, you know, it's still a huge transition regardless, and I'm glad you kind of shed some light on that. So if you don't mind, kind of walk us through your first ever collegiate game. So your first time ever stepping out onto a college football field as a player now, you know, versus being a recruit and everything like that. So for you personally, how do you feel like your first ever collegiate game did go? Uh, it, it went pretty well. You know, um, we uh, we played uh, Southern Miss at Southern Miss. We ended up winning the game 31-30, which was a, a real, a real, you know, great experience. Uh, we played on national television. You know, um, just being out there, just in a college game, I was, I'll never forget the first drive. You know, I was out of breath, not just from moving around, but just like my nerves were just like on a thousand. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. I remember they tried me on a D ball. You know, I got a nice little, you know, PBU on that. Um, I remember, you know, I got did up one time too, you know, coming on a corner blitz and then the, the running back bounced it outside. And I was like, you know, Hey, these these guys are the real deal out here, you know. So, you know, it was real fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I gave up a touchdown on the goal line. Ugh. Man, dang! I wish I could dude. get that one back. I wish I could get that one back. But you know, it, it was it was a learning experience and uh, definitely fun. You know, get that first college win on the road. Hey, absolutely. And also you're playing against, you know, one of y'all's rival schools in Southern Miss, too. So it had to have been a good feeling, you know, being able to pull out the win. You know, I know the COVID year obviously was your freshman year. And that had to have been kind of, you know, like you talked about a little earlier, you, had, you faced a lot of challenges and everything like that. But if you don't mind, just kind of walk us through how the rest of the year went. You know, some of the some, I guess, for you personally, some of the biggest games that you played, you know, as a player, you know, or just as the team, you know, as a whole. And then, you know, just kind of walk us through because I know, unfortunately, y'all season finale, which was against my Horn Frogs, didn't necessarily go, you know, y'all's way. But if you don't mind, just kind of walk us through how you felt like you personally played throughout your true freshman year. Uh, you know, I played, you know, uh, pretty well. I ended up, I finished with, you know, two interceptions. Uh, you know, a couple, I led the team in pass breakups. So, you know, I feel like as a young guy being out there, you know, I, I did, you know, I held my own, you know, and, you know, not being able to have a, a weight program during the summer because, you know, remember, I only got there in July, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, fall camp and then the season started in September. So you know, I didn't really have a, a, a time period where I got to, you know, really grow my body. So I was out there, you know, 100, you know, 70 pounds, you know, soaking wet. So, you know, um, you know that that was that was pretty tough, and then you know, luckily we didn't even play a full schedule. I don't think I would have made it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Uh, we only we only played I think uh, ten games that year. You know, I don't think I would have made it through a full you know twelve game season. And um, uh, but you know it it, it was a uh, I feel like I you know had a pretty good year. I finished uh, our conference freshman team. You know, honors, and so you know I think I did you know pretty well. Hey, I definitely would say, you know, if you were able to make the all-freshman team, you definitely you definitely played pretty solid. And, you know, Cedric, like you said, you know, y'all weren't able to play full season. You didn't have a full, you know, fall camp, everything like that, due to all the COVID restrictions and all of that. But um, but uh, anyway, so for you personally, I also want to ask, too, for your freshman year, what was your personal favorite game that you played this season? You know, even if it may not have been your best game overall, but what was your, like, personal favorite game that you actually participated in? Oh. <laughs> Uh, my probably favorite games when we played UAB at home on Halloween and we beat them in overtime. That was that was a good game. Dang, on Halloween too. On Halloween, yeah, that was a good game. 
Uh, I remember uh, Milton Williams, one of our defensive linemen, he's in the uh, NFL now, plays for the Eagles. I remember he told us, I think we was down maybe like 14, like the third quarter or something. He was like, he was just raging on the sideline. Like, you know, we not losing this game. You know, we go, we got to get together. Like, so we go on the field, like the next three series, I think we go like three and out. Milton all in the backfield. <laughs> I'm talking about just destroying the run. They had been killing us on the run the whole game. He all in the backfield, just, just totally taking over the game. We ended up, you know, tying it up, going to overtime, and then we kick a field goal and win. I'm just like, you know, that that's that's how it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? You know, have those guys, those leaders on the team, you know, just say, you know, like, hey, enough's, enough's enough. You know, we – that was probably one of my personal favorites all the time in college so far. Oh, okay, shoot. Yeah, I got you. I mean, it definitely sounded like it. I love the fact you talked about your teammate getting y'all, y'all kind of all right in the uh, same mentality, and then y'all, you know, ultimately had three straight three and out. So, yeah. but uh, so anyway, so Cedric, you know, at the end of your freshman year and looking back now, even today, you know, what were some things that you took away from this season that you felt like not only made you a better player but also a better man overall? Uh, just being able to go through adversity, you know. Uh, being able, you know, turn a page and go to the next play, you know, being a young kid out there, I was, um, you know, almost always undersized. And, and even still to this day, I'm still undersized. thing now, you know, knowing how, not knowing how, like, what, what my strengths are and um, knowing what my weaknesses are and turning those into strengths too. And just and just being a, a better teammate too, you know, picking up younger guys, you know, because that's that's more of my role now, you know, being able to have to help the younger guys get more on pace into the college level, and uh, yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, you know, definitely, like you said, you are now kind of considered one of the veterans on the team. You know, now as you're in your third season at LA Tech, but you know, I don't want to start talking about your junior season yet. So if you don't mind, kind of talk us about, you know the off season going into your sophomore year, you know, now you're able to kind of have a full training program, everything like that. So what were some things that you definitely capitalized on the fact that you finally had your first full college football off season? Uh, one of the things I, I knew I wanted to work on was just, just my technique. And uh, uh, after, after that first year, coach Burris had left Louisiana tech for some personal reasons. And uh, we had got a new uh, position coach, Perry Carter. He came in and uh, he was at ULM. He was one of the coaches that recruited me at ULM in high school. So uh, it was good to, you know, have a familiar face back in there. And uh, he, you know, he we just really worked on, worked on technique. And then another part of the game that I wanted to work on was film study and becoming a, a better uh, player off the field, you know, you know, being able to pick up certain tendencies from the offense and just overall learn the game of football. I when I was out there my freshman year, you know, I, I was I was out there playing, but I was just playing just all pure athleticism most of the time, you know. But you know, transitioning into that second year, I wanted to become, you know, more of a uh, a well-rounded player. I got you said. So so if you don't mind also walk us through how your first uh game going into your 
which is I know it's weird because the whole COVID thing, they gave you all the extra year. So technically, you this is your true sophomore year, but eligibility wise, you're still a freshman. But if you don't mind, just talk to us a little bit about that first game, your sophomore year. You know, now you finally, you know, now you're going to finally have your first full season in college football. So kind of just walk us through how you were feeling going into that first game. Um, you know, super, super amped, super pumped up, you know, SEC going down to uh, Mississippi State, you know, they got the cowbells ringing. So that that was a very, you know, hostile environment to go into. But, you know, uh, you know, I was I was up for the challenge and, uh, you know, we were playing really well up until like, you know, <laughs> 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> I think they scored like 21 unanswered on us. Oh, and then we drive down and then we, you know, miss the field goal at the end of the game. But, you know, you know, I feel like, you know, overall, you know, we, we played a pretty good game up until that point. And uh, I feel like if we if we win that game, that that season, that three and nine season goes totally different. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, especially considering y'all were going up, you know, against an SEC team at their, you know, home stadium. And for you yeah. personally, Cedric, how did it feel being in front of a crowd that big with – and, you know, you talked a little bit about the Cowbells that Mississippi State has. So, for you personally, how did it feel to kind of be in front of a crowd, you know, at that size? Uh, you know, it, it's it's something that you dream of as a little kid, you know, being on TV, playing in front of thousands of fans, you know. It, it was a great experience. I remember on the bus ride back, my, my ears were still ringing, you know, from the Cowbells. It was ridiculous. I mean, just how, you know, fans can just come out, you know, and support a team like this. Amazing. And, uh, I, I mean, it was just a great experience overall. I, I loved it. You know, you always, as a player, you you always get amped up for those games. You know, you know it was a great experience. I got you, Cedric. So, so you know, like you talked about also a little bit earlier, you know, y'all did finish the season three and nine. But for you personally, you know, and you can also talk about the team a little bit too, but I also want to ask you, you know, since this is about you, how do you feel like you performed in your first full season of college football? Um, You know, I, I, it was – it was uh, lackluster, you know, to say the least. You know, I feel like I, I could have did, you know, a lot of things better, uh, you know, just, you know, throughout the, the course of the season. But, uh, you know, you know, things, you know, always don't, you know, go, go the way that you want. And, uh, you know, those guys, like I said, you know, those guys are on scholarship too, you know, and it's never easy to win against, you know, the Division One level competition. So, you know, um, no, I just, I just, I really can't speak too much on that last season. It was, it was just tough. It was tough to go through. I can, I can say that. You know, it was really tough. And no, I, I got you one hundred percent. It's never easy to go through a losing season, you know. And but also in the off season, y'all did kind of get a bright spot as y'all got former TCU offensive coordinator and Tech offensive coordinator Sonny Cumbie as y'all's new head coach. So, you know, what was kind of your first reactions when you heard that you know that uh, LA Tech was hiring coach, uh, coach Cumbie to be y'all's uh, head, y'all's new head coach. I, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't know too much about the guy, you know, up until he had got there. But, you know, I, you know, to since since I met him, you know, I've been around him, you know, I can say that I, you know, I really, I really enjoy the way that he coaches. I like the, I like the structure of the program, the way the, the, the trajectory, the trajectory of the program is, is going straight up, you know, uh, you know, Coach Cumbie, he's a great guy. Uh, I, I like, I don't think a lot of people say this, but like, he's a great person like just regardless of the coaching and all of that he's a great person and uh you know he's the type of person that uh you you would want to you know hang out with uh, outside of football you know you know and uh you don't really have that from a lot of head coaches so i, I can say that about him uh, he's a great guy uh he you know and uh, he's gonna be great at uh, louisiana tech 
Yeah, absolutely. And I can personally speak for you because, you know, watching him, you know, during his time at TCU, he led he led us to some of the best seasons in school history. I mean, but outside of that, the players loved him. He's definitely his players coach. I mean, I feel like you could also vouch for that, too, as well, since, you know, he is your head coach right now. But, you know, overall, great coach. And, you know, I know the season so far for y'all has not been the absolute greatest. But for you personally, you know, do you feel like, you know, the because I know there's going to be some growing pains, obviously. you got to wait for the full recruiting classes and everything like that to kick in. But for you personally, Cedric, how do you feel like you've performed this season as well as the team when it comes to some of the goals that y'all set prior to the season? Uh, well, me personally, I, I haven't I haven't been in action. You know, I've been dealing with a little bit of a, a little bit of a hamstring injury. So, you know, I haven't seen any action thus far, but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back. In the next, you know, couple of weeks or so, you know, looking forward to conference play. But uh, I feel like, you know, this this team is um, we will we, we'll be a really good team. We'll be dangerous, you know, if we if we can just you know limit limit the you know middle mistakes and the turnovers, you know what I'm saying. And uh, on defense, you know, you know, you know, being able uh, to tackle, you know, uh, our defensive coordinator, Coach Powers, uh, he always stresses, you know, the importance of you know tackling and you know and the importance of just uh, bad football. So he, he always gives the example of like, you know, if if uh, if a guy just cuts somebody loose in, in man coverage and then the, the guy goes and scores a touchdown, is that is that is that the offense beating us or is that bad football? So, you know, he always stresses that importance of, you know, just doing your job, doing your 111. And uh, if, we, if we do that, you know, we'll, we'll dominate the uh, conference easily. Hey, absolutely. I love to hear that, Cedric. And, you know, I'm looking forward to definitely see you, you know, start to be able to get back onto the field and everything like that. You know, I hope your hamstring heals up. And, you know, I just have a few more questions for you before we do wrap things up. And But the first one I want to ask you is, and I know you talked about it a little bit early on, but whether it's past, present, college football or NFL, what player do you feel like your play style resembles the most and why? <laughs> this is such a funny question every time I get it. I, I don't really know who I really like to resemble. But I mean, I can I can tell you like who whose game I like really. Uh and that's uh Patrick Sertan for the uh, Denver Broncos. You know, I, I love the way he works his technique, you know. So that that's if I had to pick one person, I'd probably say Patrick Sertan. Okay, I got you. I definitely, you know, when he's at Alabama, he was a dog. He's he's doing pretty good right now for Denver. Yeah. So, but uh, the next question and the most important question I've got to ask you so far in today's uh little episode is uh, so right before game time, right before y'all about to head out of the locker room, you know, while you're sitting in your locker, you know, you got your headphones, AirPods, whatever you've got, you know, going on, you know, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? Uh, this this bike this might shock you, but. Uh, you know, a lot of people in my life and on the team, you know, they, they call me the old man. So, you know, oh, I, I don't you. really listen. I don't really listen to, you know, like rap music or like high music. I like to listen, you know, I probably put on maybe uh, my favorite, you know, some Stevie Wonder. Okay. Okay. Or, hey, that's yeah. that's a unique answer. I haven't gotten one like that. I actually appreciate yeah. that because I've gotten about, I've gotten dreams and nightmares about 500,000 times. Yeah. So I'm glad to finally hear someone change it up. But for you personally, what is it about Stevie Wonder that, you know, you got to have on a game that, all right, so when I was uh, when I was younger, you know, my dad, me and my dad in the summertime, we would um, he would throw, uh, deliver newspapers for the Morrow Dispatch. Okay. And so when we were delivering papers, he used to, uh, you know, one of his favorite artists is Stevie Wonder. So he used to always play Stevie Wonder. I got you. And one, I got thing, you. And one thing I learned about Stevie Wonder, he doesn't have one bad song. So, you know, I always <laughs> hey. listen. I always love Stevie Wonder, you know. So that's, that's who I listen, like to listen to before a game. 
and you can't go wrong with that. I mean, shoot, I'm glad that you kind of, you know, got outside the normal box, you know, pick something else. And that's cool, though. That's kind of something you just grew up with and you've kind of kept going with it. So but uh, just one last thing, Cedric, is anybody want to shout out for getting you getting you to where you're at today? I know you talked about a few people, but is there anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, it's oh my god, it's so many people. I don't want to leave nobody out, but uh, it I probably say my 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 father, hey, my absolutely. dad. Hey, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, you know, Cedric, I really appreciated you coming on today. This is a fun episode to make. And for everybody out there that's listening to today's episode, make sure to go show my guy Cedric some love as I'll leave all of his socials, links, whatever you might have it. I'll leave it all down below in the description of today's episode. Cedric, I seriously appreciate you coming on today, my guy. And I look forward to seeing seeing you finally get some action for LA Tech this season. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me.